welcome to the Diamonds Girlcast, a place for honest conversations that empower and support you in your faith. Hey, Laura, it's good to hang out with you again. How are you doing? Hey, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, had a good week. How are you? Yeah, really good, thanks. Um, great to have you back on our lovely episodes for the summer sessions. Um, last week, we were thinking a little bit about the labels we wear. Um, and yes, yeah, some of those were positive, weren't they? Some of them were negative. But last week, Laura, have you had a little think about any of the labels that you wear? Do you know what? I have been. And I've been thinking about one that actually I didn't use. And I feel like when you were speaking and saying that you're a mum and you're a wife, and so often we use family labels. And I was thinking, I'm not married and I don't have kids, but I am a daughter. And that is a label that I have, but I never describe myself as that. And it's really got me thinking into what does it mean to to be a daughter, a daughter of my parents and a daughter of God and, and what that label looks like. So that's been something that's been on my mind. I've been pondering that. Um, and maybe the next time I introduce myself, I'll use that as a label. Because, um, yeah, such an important one. But that's been my experience this week. Have you had any thoughts about yours, about your labels from last week? Yeah, like I think what you, you've just said is really spot on. And maybe it's not even a label you share, but it's one that you have in your head that, you know, you wake up and say, I'm a daughter. I love that. Um, I've actually got a sweet little story this week. So um, trust me, this is not what happens in my family the whole time, just to clarify. Um, but my little boy came out and we were sitting outside while he was having his snack. And we've started this thing in our family where I guess I'm trying to help him with the labels he he learns about himself from a young age and so we started this game that I whisper in his ear like nice words about who he is so and he then has to shout them out afterwards so I'll say things like you know you're special and important you matter um, and the idea is that hopefully will help him build some good confidence in himself but he comes up to me and he puts his little arm around me and says mommy you're special and important and Aww. I basically lost it like I was like oh I love you <laughs> That is so sweet. I'd be mean, like half an hour later, he was having a tantrum where I don't think he would have felt the same words <laughs> about me. But for the time that he said it, it made my day. But do you know what, actually? It was about the culture. What's the culture you're building? And I think labels have that. And so how you speak to other people and then ultimately how they speak about themselves and to others really matters. So that made my day. Oh, that's so sweet. Okay, so this week we are thinking about body image. Okay, so let's just go there. We're going to talk about the stuff that matters and body image is huge, isn't it? And um, particularly in terms of like how we view ourselves. So today we're thinking about I am body image. So that's where we're going to go. But I thought a good way to start, I thought we could play Never Have I Ever. So Laura, my first one I've got for you is Never Have I Ever lost a piece of swimwear in the swimming pool, either jumping in, diving in, or for any other reason. I mean... Who hasn't? I feel the amount of times you jump in the deep end and realise that your bikini top has floated above your head and you have to do sort of underwater acrobatics to get it or gone down a chute and thought, I'm definitely missing something. That has happened quite a few times. Um, and that's always quite a hilarious one. So that's, yeah, definitely happened. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's just be honest. I don't think I've ever totally lost a piece of swimwear, i.e. like off my body and I can't find it. Um, but yeah, and there's always an awkward moment of, you know, you're a bit worried that there's somebody under yeah. the water who's been able to see a little bit more than they bargained for. Yeah. Okay, uh, number two, never have I ever been stuck in a piece of clothing in a changing room and either had to get somebody to help you get out of it 
or yeah I've got stuck and you've had to buy it and you've ripped it or I don't know how bad it gets what about you Laura yeah I've got some traumatic stories of trying to find a prom dress at the end of school I think I just didn't I mean very relevant this week I didn't want to accept what size I was and for some reason I was just like I need to fit into this really specific size and there was a few occasions on that day where I had to call my mum in frantically from somewhere because I'd got the zip stuck up or down and had to weasel my way out of it. Um, so yeah, that, that day in particular sticks in my mind as a day that I just wouldn't accept that these clothes weren't going to go on and would force them on, which didn't end well. I, um, so I used to work in a clothing shop as a sales assistant and this shop sold lots of dresses, particularly for occasions like you're talking about. And the amount of times I had to try and help like a stressed out customer and I really felt for them because we've all been there right um and or the other way around where like something was definitely not fitting but they really wanted to wear it and you're like this dress is not cheap like really don't want to break it um so I've kind of been both sides of that also I can remember actually um trying to get my mum into a dress somewhere and it got stuck and she was saying like I might have to wear this home and there was definitely a moment of panic (laughs) yikes (laughs) So yeah, I think we all can relate to that one. Okay, my last one is, um, never have I ever borrowed my friend's top and really wanted it and liked it, so just conveniently not giving it back? Well, this happened quite a lot in my Dundee flat at university because I stayed with my friend Caitlin and we are the same shape and size. And so our clothes basically became one big wardrobe and we shared everything. But that often meant that occasionally I would think, I've worn this so many times, she might just not notice if it slips its way into my wardrobe from now on. So yeah, we had a few instances like that. And when we moved out, we definitely had to have a big audit of whose clothes were whose. <laughs> I love that. Like, I think I always wanted a sister who I could share their wardrobe with. Like, that's a really lovely idea. Um, I do know, I have a story with this where um, a friend, I think, picked up my top, borrowed it, not quite sure what happened, noticed her wearing it one day when we were out. And it was literally my favourite cardigan. And I was challenged with like, do I say something because I want my cardigan back or do I not say something because I don't want to offend her? And the kind of side of me that's like, yeah, let's name the issue and do something about it. It was like, that's my top. Can I have it back? But she's a really good friend. So we're still talking. So that's just as well. (laughs) That is good. Uh, It's always awkward when those kind of things happen. It is, isn't it? Um, Anyway, okay. So this week we're talking about body image, which can often be awkward content, but it really matters. And there's lots of things that impact that. And so, Laura, I think you're going to give us a little thought on what is body image and where did the messages about who we are and what we look like come from? Absolutely. And although that was a bit of fun, some of these circumstances are where body image can really play on our minds. You know, when we're in swimwear, when we're out um, on the beach, whether we're at a park or when we're in a changing room, thinking about the clothes that fit us and the shape and sizes that we are. These are some of the most um, vulnerable moments for for people and, and young girls in particular. And this is because of body image and where we think or get our ideas about body image can vary. You know, we have the media, whether that's social media or the covers of magazines and adverts. We have the world of fashion showing us the latest trends. And we've got others' opinions around us and the friends that we have and the way that everybody looks. And all of these things shape what we feel about our own body image, about the way that we are built, we are created, um, but also shape our opinions of other people's. And some of our experiences also shape us. You know, we've had funny things like uh, 
your swimsuit maybe moving when you're at the swimming pool. But actually we have these experiences of maybe being stuck in something in a changing room that can really have a negative impact on our body image. And sometimes these messages can be mixed, you know, throughout our lives we have the media telling us what we need to look like whether that's skinny or curvy or being tanned or being pale or having straight hair or curly hair and actually as women that is something that is changing all the time you only have to look through history to think about the different body images that have been seen as the best or the one to have and particularly as women, that is something that throughout history we have seen happen. We have seen a different ideal body at different times. Absolutely. And I think that's the thing that one minute we're celebrating curves, the next minute we're celebrating being really slim, the next minute we're celebrating big eyelashes, big eyebrows, small eyelashes, small eyebrows. Like I know when I was at school, like the in thing was like really skinny eyebrows. Whereas now, like that's the opposite. And it just shows you how quickly these things can change. Um, do you have an example, Laura, where you can think back to maybe a time where there was maybe an element that you were challenged with body image or an example that you can think of personally? I think back to school and I think back to the, the friends that I had. And I had a group of me and five other girls and we were the best of friends. But three of those girls were six foot tall and I am five foot two on a good day. And I think the idea of body image is just so interesting when my friend group was diverse in the shapes and sizes that we had. And that was always something that when you went shopping, you know, picking out clothes for one another is really difficult when you look totally different. So I think I grew up in a space that I was just aware of the way that I looked as someone who's short, um, someone who has freckles and someone who's ginger. Uh, it's always something I thought about. But Really, that has been an experience that has, um, yeah, impacted the way I look at my own body and, and my friends. Yeah. I think for me, like, so I probably was a little bit later to puberty or the people in my year at school were ahead of me. I went to a really small school and so my class was really small. And so your pool of comparison was quite limited if let's, you know, we want to talk about it that way. And so I always felt like I was comparing myself to other people's body shapes and mm. whether I had something or didn't have something. And I do remember one girl once said to me, Bridget, you've got like the perfect body. And I never viewed myself that way. And it just was stood in such stark contrast to how I viewed myself. And I think I viewed myself quite negatively. And the whole idea of perfectionism, we're going to have a little think about in a couple um, episodes time. But yeah, I can definitely relate to that. And I think those instances where you can remember someone's comment or you can remember being in a situation and that sticks with you and it's really defining. Um, we want to think a little bit about how God views our bodies and actually what that does in terms of then how we speak about ourselves and how we also look at ourselves. So you mentioned this last time, and I think you mentioned this before, that, you know, actually we are made by God and God is good. So if we are made by God, we are part of creation. And sometimes I think we're so much better, aren't we, at looking after other people, the things around us, than when it comes to ourselves. But if God is good and he makes good things and he makes creation, then we are made um, by God and we are part of that, which ultimately means that we are made good, whether we view ourselves that way or not. I'm created by God and what God creates really matters. God, because he's perfect and he's a God of love, does not make rubbish. So when I put myself down or when I rubbish how I look, it's a little bit like me turning around to God saying, you haven't done a good enough job of making me. The way I made, the size I am, my height, my width, my hair colour, whatever it is, those were all choices God made about me. 
And I remember that really challenged me when I didn't like being small and I wanted to have a different body shape than I have. I was challenged to think that God chose to make me this way and I maybe didn't understand why, but it still was a choice by him. And I guess it's one of those things like, you know, whose opinion am I more bothered by? Um, other people's, people's on social media or God's? Um, and how I think and how I act about myself really says something. And often it doesn't align, does it, Laura? You know, there's that, there's that difference between what God says and maybe what I say. And that can be a really difficult place to be. But actually, like, we need to start changing our thinking. So, Laura, you've got some thoughts on that. Yeah, absolutely. What you said is so true that God made us and he made us good. And, you know, in the story of Genesis creation, God turns around and he doesn't just say good, but he says very good. And we weren't just made to live and look nice, but we were made for a purpose and we want to walk out that purpose in our lives. And we need to look after the vehicle, our bodies that God has, has given for us. We're also called to respect and look after our bodies. You know, the body is a temple, but actually we're created in God's image and how we treat our own bodies and other people's really matters. And there are some really practical things that we can do to, to do this, to look after our bodies, the vessels that God has given us. You know, it's kind of like a car. You need to give it an MOT every once in a while. And our bodies need MOTs. We need to be looked after. To kick us off, one example is food. You know, the fuel that drives our cars is food. And we need to think about the good foods. The good foods that taste nice, but also the good foods that, that care and nurture for our bodies. And, and treat as well and keep, and keep us going. It's so important. Like food ranks are very high on my agenda. Anybody who knows me <laughs> knows I'm always up for some food and good food too. And we're not saying like there's good food and bad food. Like we're not having a conversation about um, stuff to do with eating specifically. However, the stuff we put in our bodies really does matter. Mm. I want to talk about exercise. So lockdown has been hard. We're recording this podcast still in lockdown. And sometimes that means that exercise hasn't happened. My family know when I've not been for my run, like literally Tom will say to me, Bridget, you've not been out for a run today, have you? <laughs> he just knows because of how I behave. Um, and like jokes aside, like I need to exercise. And some of us find that easier than others. Some of us have a culture of that. Some of us don't have a culture of that. Some of us find it really easy to get into a routine with that and others don't. However, our bodies have been designed to move. We're not saying become the next Olympic gold medalist. Although if you opt for that, then great. Um, but find something that is something you can do. Maybe it's a walk, maybe it's a run. You know, you can do that with a company of friends. You don't have to do this on your own. You can listen to a podcast, you can listen to music. Like it is something that you can be doing that brings energy to your body. And there's just a, there's a fact, isn't there, that doing exercise increases your endorphins, which helps you feel better about yourself. So there's a whole mental health aspect to that as well. Absolutely. And once you've had that good plate of food and gone for that run, there's something that is almost equally as important for our bodies, and that is rest. We know that Sabbath is something that God created for us, and there's so many elements to that, but actually resting our bodies is so important. And it's not just resting, like having some time to chill out and lie down and be on the couch. It's also resting by not pushing ourselves to the limit, by not forcing ourselves to do things that is out with our body's capacity. And we know that sometimes we actually see the physicalness of um, when we've overexerted ourselves. I know that some people are so in tune with their bodies that they'll start to feel sore or start to really have, you know, bags under your eyes when you know that you need to rest. And it's not just the physical rest, it's the spiritual rest. It's about taking a break and having that headspace as well. And 
having rest and Sabbath, um, it enhances everything and it enhances our relationship with God as well. So good. I need to rest more. You can ask me about that next week. Mm. <laughs> um, I think linked to that rest is mental health. And I think when we haven't eaten well, when we've not exercised enough, when we've not rested, it all impacts our mental health. We know that times when we're, we're struggling, we're challenged, we maybe find that we're not coping as best we normally would cope. Um, I think ultimately with the mental health, actually is about thinking about rhythms of spending time with God. And I think, you know, one of the things that we're going to be thinking a little bit more about is, you know, that time you spend with God being a daily pattern, a daily rhythm, something you do where you check in with God, you hear what he says about you. Particularly some of the stuff that we're thinking about today, like we can't change how we view ourselves unless we spend time with God who views us a certain way. So, you know, it's that mental health boost of going, actually, I'm going to start with my time with God. Absolutely. And a final tip from us for today is about doing things that bring you life and not doing things that don't bring you life. Whether that is cooking, exercising, or part of your rest, actually doing those things that bring you life will energize you in a different level. And they will make you feel good about yourself and actually change your perspective because you are doing things that make you happy. And it's all about finding that balance and it's about treating ourselves the way that God intended. Thinking about that creation the thing that God created and how we want to treat that so this is our challenge for you this week to think about body image the way that you think about your own body stop the way that we often shame ourselves or criticize the way that we look and actually start seeing it as God has made it and also replacing maybe these negatives with the way that God sees us which is good actually know that is very good and by doing this, we are slowly chipping away at this big problem, but replacing it with the absolute love of God. So good, Laura. And we really hope, guys, that this episode has helped you to start thinking positively about yourself. You are made by God and you are made very good. So next week, we're going to be checking in on some of the stuff about how we've managed to stop that body shaming. But for now, we hope this episode has inspired you um, to value yourself as God does and to um, walk more closely with him. So we'll speak to you soon. But until then, bye for now. See you later. Thanks for listening to the Diamond Girlcast. We hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Until next time, why not visit our website, www.diamondscotland.org.uk for more information or connect with us further over on our social media platforms. We would love to hear from you.